Good morning, New Spring Church. Welcome to our 11.15 a.m. gathering. Come on, if you're excited about, come on, being alive, being together again. If you're watching online and it isn't time for you to come back out to a public gathering, we want you to know that we love you and when you're ready, we'll be ready to receive you. For those who are gathering in our uh, campuses, uh, one of our 14, we wanna let you know that we love you. Uh, come on, give each other a smile right now. Just behind the mask, give each other a good squinty-eyed smile. And uh, it is so good that we are um, getting to be back together again, socially distant with masks on. So thank you so much uh, for coming along in person or watching online right now. In fact, you, guys, you got beautiful eyes. I also wanna put that out there, beautiful eyes. Uh, if there are any college A students out here, any men kind of, you know what I'm saying, you're on the prowl, you know, young and single, ready to mingle, that might be a great line. You know, roll up on one of the nice ladies. Hey, you got beautiful eyes. And I can't wait to the day we can remove these masks and, uh, and worship together. That was something like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we are starting a brand new series and it's called Marked by the Presence of God. Uh, in American, it's Marked by the Presence of God. God, and we just believe that God wants you to experience more of His presence every single day. Now, we're on a streak right now. For the last six months at church, we have declared our vision statement. At some point during the gathering, we have declared that New Spring is a life-giving church marked by the presence of God, activating us to impact others. Now on the surface, I understand that a lot of people feel really comfortable with the start and the end of that vision statement. New Spring is a life-giving church. Anyone who's been around New Spring knows that there is a life here, there's a, a joy here, there's an energy here. I think people know that life-giving means that New Spring is going to make your life better. Your, your days to shine a little brighter, that if you came to a service at a four, you're gonna leave at a nine, roll into a cracker barrel, and it will take you all the way to a 10. I think people know what life-giving means. The same with activation. I think a lot of people know that New Spring Church is an active church. We're not just gonna gather and do some holy karaoke, sit under a priestly pep talk, give someone a hug or a high five on the way out. No, we wanna activate our people to be the hands and the feet and the heart of Jesus in a dead and dark world. I think activation makes sense to a lot of people as well. But what does it mean to be marked by His presence? I think for a lot of people that stirs confusion. For other people, there's a very distinct picture that comes to their mind and it might have been established a bunch of years ago and it really hasn't grown since then. I know for some people who have been around church for a while, being marked by the presence is about feeling those Holy Spirit chill bumps and, and you can only get it every now and then and only in a very special kind of environment, but that's basically how you experience the presence of God for other people who haven't been around church before. You think it's a little bit of a weird concept that if you're marked by the presence of God, you walk around with a halo over your head, like three inches off the ground. When you sit down on a bench at a park, birds fly to you and bring a blanket. You think that being marked by the presence of God is a weird and unattainable thing. This series is about exploring what it means to be marked by His presence. This series is going to be about 
unpackaging biblical principles that make sure that each and every single one of us, no matter who we are, where we're at, or what we've done, we walk forward with more of God's presence and not less of it. This series is ultimately about building confidence in each and every single one of your hearts that your future can be marked by more of his life-giving, joy-bringing, peace-crystallizing presence. So ask yourself the question right now, how confident are you regarding the presence of God? Come on, on a scale of one to 10, one being, you know what, I've never heard of that concept before, 10, I feel like I can put the microphone on right now and teach it. Where would you sit in that scale? I'm here to let you know, no matter where you find yourself in that one to 10 scale, amen, God has got more of his presence for you. He wants to talk to you more. He wants to reveal more to you. He wants to build and grow a confidence in your life so that you can in the days ahead be marked by, defined by more of his presence. Come on, smile behind that mask of yours. It's good news. That's good news to the housewife in Greenwood. That's good news for the college student here in Anderson or at Clemson or in Columbia. Come on, that's good news for the businessman or the businesswoman in Charleston, for the the, the, the owner and operator of that putt-putt in Myrtle Beach. This is, come on, good news for the BMW worker there in Spartanburg. Come on, this is really good news for that person with a really low-cut shirt and the man bun in Greenville. This is really good news that the God of this universe doesn't wanna be hidden from you, but he wants to reveal himself to you to the point where when people describe you, they don't describe a trait, they don't describe an episode in your life, they don't describe your current issues or your problems, but they describe someone who is defined and marked by his presence. Come on, anybody want that? I want that more in my life. And here's the best news, God wants that to be your reality. So what we're going to do over the next five weeks is we're going to talk about what it means to be marked by his presence. What a mind-blowing concept. Insert mind-blowing emoji. Wow. In this message, in the next couple of minutes, I just want to start the conversation by talking about how we can step into this reality. How are we more and more marked by his presence? For the Americans, how are we more and more marked by his presence? For the Australians in the room, how are we more and more marked by his presence? It begins with a conversation about the difference between the omnipresence of God and the manifest presence of God. If you're writing down notes, you can pull out your leather-bound journals and your pens, iPhones, iPods, iPads, Google devices, pull them out, find the note app, I'm not saying you need to take down notes to get into heaven, I'm just saying why take a chance? It has to begin with a conversation about the difference between 
the omnipresence of God and the manifest presence of God. Both are realities. Both are truths talked in the Bible. But, but the difference is, is that omnipresence refers to the fact that God is everywhere at the same time. That's the reason David could say in Psalm 139, verse seven, hey, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. David knew about the omnipresence of God. That the earth is the Lord's and everything therein, there isn't anywhere, God isn't because God created creation for himself and he is consistently and continually interacting with creation. God is everywhere at the same time. The manifest uh, presence of God is different. Manifest presence is a personal awareness of God's presence, a personal consciousness, a crystallization, if you will, of God being with you. David knew the difference. That's the reason in the famous, the Lord is my shepherd passage in Psalm 23, he talks about how the Lord is my shepherd And down the track in verse four, it talks about even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not fear any evil for what you are with me. There are times where I know that God is everywhere at the same time, always ready to reach out, always ready to make a difference, always ready to encourage, always ready to impact. But there is a difference when you go from the omnipresence of God to the manifest presence of God, it's like I can feel Him. It's like He's close. It's like I can hear Him. It's like like we are heart to heart in this moment. That is the manifest presence presence of God. David knew the difference. You know the difference. There are times when you just know that God is everywhere at the same time, but there are times where you feel him so close. You you know that he's so near. There's an encouragement that you're feeling in a moment that you know only can come from Him. He is delivering to you what your soul is thirsting for. You know there's a difference. Many people over the last couple of weeks have felt that difference. I've heard so many people say, hey, you know what? It's so good to come back to church. It's so good to worship together. I know that the masks are a little bit uncomfortable for some people and everyone's a little bit self-conscious because now you all know that your breath is funky. But, but, like, but it's been great to get together, to feel the presence of God. And on one hand, that is so heartwarming, knowing that people are experiencing something that they haven't experienced in a long time, the tangible presence of God in the same breath is heartbreaking, knowing there are some people who have not felt God for months. There is a difference and you know it. God wants you to feel him tangibly in a manifest way. You know there's a difference. I've lived here now in the upstate for three years. So if you're new to the upstate, like you might be a new Anderson University student or you might be a new Clemson University student. If you want any tips about places to travel to in this region, come to me. I'm a little bit of an expert. 
I'm, I'm here to help you out. If you're looking for, um, you know what I'm saying, like maybe like a, a timber wolf or a crossbow, the jockey lot is where you need to go, all right? Um, if you're um, looking for a, a cheap Friday night out and you like the smell of gasoline, the Anderson Motor Speedway is a lot of fun. If you're trying to get along to Disneyland but you can't make the drive and you can't afford it, I've got the tip for you, Dollywood. You know what I'm saying? It's like Dollywood is like Disneyland but with banjos and it's amazing. I remember when I first went to Dollywood, um, I got to go on a really special day because you know what was happening that day? All right, Dolly was visiting. And so I got to roll along. Remember Brad, you, I think you were there as well. We went along and we, we um, got to Dollywood and there's a buzz in the air. Dolly is here, Dolly is here, Dolly is here. People be freaking out, they're wandering around, like basically just on this Dolly high. They were so excited about maybe meeting Dolly Parton. There's knowing that Dolly was around, but it would have been a different deal if I was standing in line waiting for a corn dog and Dolly Parton came behind me and tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey Dan, I'd like to chat to you. There's two different kinds of presence. There's the knowing that he's around and there's the, there's the knowing that he's with me. God wants your life in the days ahead to be marked by more of that kind of presence. His manifest presence. So write that down. He wants you to be marked by his manifest presence. And if you're writing down notes, write underneath that, yes, you. Come on, turn to your neighbor right now and say, yes, you. Come on, just through the mask, maybe in your house right now, yes, you. I know a lot of people find that hard to believe. Some people think, man, I'm just an ordinary Christian, garden variety. I come along to church, I try to do good things and try to keep out of trouble and by and large, that's my experience of God and I'm pretty happy with it. No, he wants you to experience more of that tangible face-to-face, life-transforming presence. Come on. Come on, I know there are some people who think that they're disqualified from ever experiencing the presence of God in a deep or meaningful way because of the things that you've done, the lines that you've crossed, the commandments that you've broken, the way that you have run in the other direction. But I'm here to let you know that God's grace is sufficient, His mercy extends to you and there is no hole too deep, no night too dark that He can't find His way to you. And he wants you to experience his tangible face-to-face presence. We can't continue this conversation until each and every single one of you come to a precipice and you make a faith decision to jump and say, he wants me to experience more of his presence. Some people think that God is like a relatively disinterested friend. You can tell nowadays who the disinterested friends are. Just open up your text messages and you can tell when you be like sending like message after message after message and all you, all you get are little like kind of smile emojis or Ks, you can tell, you can feel that there are some people who aren't that interested in relationship or connection with you. God is not like that. In fact, the word of God is one giant text message flipped around. In many ways, he's the one who is consistently and continually trying to communicate to you. I want you to feel me more when you go to work. I want you to know me more 
in the heat of trying to get your kids ready for school. I want you to sense me more when you find yourself sitting down at your dinner table, looking at your bills and stressing. I want you to be able to testify of how I showed up for you when you needed me most. The Bible is actually one giant text message God sending message after message after message, we're the ones who are replying to him, okay, that's cool, thumbs up. And that's the reason all the way through the Bible you'll see this consistent and continual theme. From a garden in Genesis chapter one to another garden in Revelation 22 and everywhere in between, you will see God showing himself in a manifest way to humanity, trying to declare to us that is what I want your daily experience to be like. That's the reason you'll see in Genesis chapter 15, God revealing himself to Abraham in fire. God shows himself in many different ways throughout scripture, but primarily through fire, like we saw in that infographic at the beginning of this message, but he shows himself in fire to Abraham. He is a shepherd and a businessman, old in age, out in the desert, and God shows himself in fire. You fast forward to Exodus chapter three and you have a guy with blood stains on his hands and a story that he doesn't wanna tell, but he finds himself interacting with God at a burning bush, God again manifesting himself in fire. You fast forward to 1 Kings chapter 18 and God again shows himself to the nation of Israel and to people who don't even believe in the form of Fire. Fast forward to Luke chapter 24, you'll see God showing himself again to a couple of disciples just like you and me, walking down the street on any given day, needing a word from him and then that word coming and setting their hearts alight. And you'll see in Acts chapter two, as the disciples gathered together and praised God and worshiped God, God would show up in fire and rest on every single individual. It is the story of the scriptures. God wants to reveal himself in a manifest way. He did it all the way through the Bible in fire. So that's the reason throughout this series we're going to dig into these stories about fire. We're going to try to find the principles hidden, not super deep, not in a confusing way, but it'll take a little bit of digging, the principles that precede the presence of God. Looking at these stories, these episodes that center around God manifesting himself as fire, I want to and we want to as a teaching team unpackage principles that would become practices that would ensure that we would experience more of God's tangible presence in every season. Next week, we're gonna look at the principle of covenant. And the Reverend Dr. Bishop Clayton King, one of our nation's great evangelists, is going to teach on the covenant and how if you wanna experience the tangible presence of God more and more every single day, first and foremost, we have to receive this free gift of salvation. It's such a blessing to have Clayton as a part of our faith community. And I beg you that if you know somebody who doesn't know Jesus, next week is a great week to bring them along and to hear how he's the one who makes a way. That God reveals himself as the one who does the work. 
as the one who opens up a pathway for all to come into relationship with him. The week after that, my brother and our pastor, Brad Cooper, is gonna teach on our posture. Even right now, do you know that your body language is determining how close someone can come to you? Uh, it's a little bit difficult for me right now. Like, I don't know what's like, I, I'm face masked on, I'm out in the front uh, atrium trying to like, you know, be nice to people and saying hello and all that kind of stuff. Some people are fist bumpers and some people are kind of, you know, air huggers. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've got it wrong a few times, you know what I'm saying? I've gone in for the air hug and I've been like kind of had my face pushed away and, 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 and body language right now is very, very clear. There are some people who don't mind a little bit of interaction, other people who are saying, stay away. Do you know that we can do the same thing to God? Through our daily lives, the decisions that we make, the practices that we foster in our life, we can either posture ourselves in such a way, declaring to God, I wanna experience more of you, or push him away. The week after that, we're gonna look at the principle of sacrifice and the, the fact that there are some people who haven't felt the fire of God for a very long time because they haven't put anything on the altar for a very long time. And as we bring our faith sacrifice to God and fully surrender to Him, we create an environment, a principle, if you will, that will precede His presence. The week after that, we're gonna look at the Word of God and how the Word brings the fire into our being. And finally, we're gonna talk about how two or three people gathered together in His name can also help us experience the manifest presence of God. Now, let me make it really clear that over the next couple of weeks, as we delve into the principles that precede the presence, we're not, to, we're not trying to supply to you a, a formula that will conjure up the manifest presence of God. God is not a genie to be summoned, he is a father to be loved, and this is not trying to give you a bunch of things that if you do A plus B, poof, you'll see C, God appearing. It is not that way. But if you would open up your hearts and open up your minds and open up your lives to fostering these principles, I promise you'll experience more of his presence. Every great relationship is built on principles. My relationship with my wife is built on the principle of communication, understanding, forgiveness, and honesty. And as God wants to be a personal God to you, we have to understand there are principles that precede his presence. I want you to write this down as well. Not only does he want to have a personal interaction with you, he wants you to experience his manifest presence. Not only do principles precede his presence, but I want you to get this deep into your heart, that his presence will always bring something. The presence of God will always bring something. Now that's an encouragement and it's a warning. But interacting with God will always bring something. You know the different kinds of guests who come to your house. <laughs> there are some guests who always bring something and there are some guests who always take everything. Don't wanna mention the segment of society that seem to take a little bit more than they bring, college students. Uh, I have a college age small group and when they come around, like a swarm of locusts. They will come through my house, everything in my fridge, everything in my pantry, even the nice candy that I hide, they'll be finding it. <laughs> Shout out to all the rally houses that happened this week. 
It was so cool. Did you know that? That this week, thousands of our college-age students, I don't want to overstate, but there were at least dozens of these rally houses gathered together and, um, and they got together and they experienced the presence of God and they worshiped God and, and they got to break bread. But please, just in the future, don't eat, the, don't eat your, ha- your host out of house and home. Like bring your own ramen, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of, there are some guests that take everything. Come on, there are some other guests, amen, who always bring something. It doesn't matter even if they have to like stop in at a QT and buy some cold corn dogs, they're gonna come with something. God's that way. Every time, every time you take time to experience His manifest presence, He'll bring something. And here's the best part. He'll most likely bring exactly what you need. There are some people who are really discouraged right now, but the fire of His presence wants to bring you encouragement. There are some people who are really fearful right now, but the fire of His presence wants to bring peace. There are some people who have experienced depression like they haven't experienced for a long time. These last couple of months, the fire of God wants to bring warmth and hope. Now there's a warning. Fire not only brings encouragement and fire doesn't only bring guidance, but fire also brings refinement. All the way through the Bible, you see this fire seen as a not only an all-consuming fire, but also a refining fire. There's some things in our lives that don't glorify God and interacting with Him will deal with these things. And there is some pride in our lives that will be burnt away. There is some hardness in our lives that will be burnt away. There is some religion in our lives that will be burnt away. There is some sin in our life that will be burnt away. It'll sting, but you'll be grateful because the fire of God, His presence, always brings exactly what we need. So who's pumped? Come on, who's excited about experiencing more of God's, oh, okay, you are, all right, cool. It's so hard to tell behind the masks. It's hard to tell if you're smiling or not. I always look like I'm smiling behind a mask, but it's just the way that God made me. But like, I'm so excited because I just know that as a shepherd here at New Spring Church, that really is ultimately the answer to so many of our issues walking forward. Come on, more of God's presence. In a trying time, in a difficult time, in a confusing time, in a divided time, we don't need less problems. We just need more of God's presence because God's presence will eradicate the problems that can be eradicated and right-size the problems that are left here for us to look in His direction more. And this is close to my heart right now because I know even for me in my life, I need more of God's presence. I haven't felt so overwhelmed as a pastor ever in my journey. And I'm trying to answer questions and help people with their next step. And I find myself with more questions than I have answers and not knowing what my next step is. And he whispers to me, Dan, there's even more of your presence, my presence that I want you to feel. It's been a really challenging couple of months. You might not know, but Melbourne, Australia, my home city, where all my family still live, are right now in the harshest um, you know, restrictions and lockdowns of any major city on planet Earth. 
My, my family are right now in the middle of another six week lockdown where no one can leave a house um, uh, more, more than one at a time and you can't go uh, more than two miles from your house. And if you get caught one time, it's a $1,500 fine. You get caught twice, you get sent to jail. And so I've been FaceTiming with my parents every couple of nights just trying to keep their spirits up and I have not seen the fear I've seen in my dad's eyes before. And my dad is the strongest man that I know. There isn't a jar he can't open, there isn't a rat he can't catch, but he's terrified right now. And it's heartbreaking. But it's so beautiful knowing that at the end of our FaceTime call, we can pray together and know that the presence that is bringing encouragement to me in Anderson, South Carolina is the exact same encouragement that is flooding his house there in Melbourne, Australia. And I want that to be your story too, that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're enduring, no matter what lays on your horizon, that you would meet whatever is out there with more of God's presence. Come on, if you're gonna clap, you may as well clap properly because I want, to, I want you to clap and receive that in faith. Because you don't need less problems in 2020. Because side note, all, like you know, contrary to what all these memes are suggesting, all the problems we're seeing in the world aren't necessarily gonna end at the end of 2020. In fact, all I can guarantee you is that 2021, amen, is gonna have its own different set of challenges, but here's the good news. We can have more of His presence to face everything that life dishes up. How cool is that? Come on. All right, gonna clap again, I like it. <sighs> I'm excited because I know that there are gonna be literally dozens and hundreds of stories across our New Spring family of people who for the first time, or the first time in a long time, can testify to, wow, I saw Him like I haven't seen Him before. I heard Him like I haven't heard Him before. I felt Him like I haven't felt Him before. His manifest presence. So as we wrap up our time together, we're going to activate this message. If you're in one of our campuses, change your posture, stand to your feet right now. If you're at home watching online, you might wanna change your posture, jump off your couch and get on your knees. If you're driving a car, keep your hands on the steering wheel and your eyes open. But we're just gonna sing for the next five minutes and I wanna declare to you a prophetic promise that you can apply in many days to come you can have as much of God's presence as you want. Come on, in the next five minutes, you can fill these next five minutes up with inviting Him, come on, into every space of your life. And I want you just to, even as we worship God, I want you just to, in your mind's eye, see the problems that you are facing in this moment. And I want you to invite the God of this universe and everything that He brings, come on, right into the middle of that situation. Come on, just open up your hands. You might wanna lift your hands up. If you have deodorized this morning, that is an absolute invitation to you. If you kinda skip that bad boy, do some kinda like half mast raising, you know what I'm saying? But we have, come on, an opportunity as we sing in every single campus, come on, to invite more of God's presence. Come on, who wants more of God's presence in this place? Come on. So we're gonna sing, I just wanna be where you are. 
And I'm speaking it out in faith that walking out of this place, everyone is stepping into a space of knowing more of His manifest presence. So just open up your hands and pray after me. Dear Jesus, come on, let's say it loud. Dear Jesus, thank You for Your love. Father God, we acknowledge You. Holy Spirit, move right now. We want more of Your presence. Amen. Come on, let's just worship God together.